Good evening, I'm Ted Koppel. Surely everyone knows by now that Buckwheat is dead. But for those of you who have not seen the videotape of Buckwheat being shot, let's take a look. The myth. The magic. The mystery. The majesty. Destroy Argos! Let loose the last of the Titans. Metro-Goldwyn-Mayer presents Clash of the Titans The good The evil The danger The daring How may a mortal man face and defeat the Kraken? Clash of the Titans The combat The courage The splendor the spectacle. Clash of the Titans. Starring Harry Hamlin as Perseus, Judy Bowker as Andromeda, Burgess Meredith, Maggie Smith, Ursula Andress, Claire Bloom, Sean Phillips, Flora Robeson, and Florence Olivier as Zeus. Before history, beyond imagination, Clash of the Titans. Hi, everybody. Our show this week is really special, so stay tuned because you won't want to miss one single moment as we present one of the greatest girl singers around, Miss Tracy Nelson. And here to open our show from Austin, Texas, that musical giant, Willie Nelson. Ty Webb, Heavy Longmire, Gustav Mateblanc. Is GLK London transmitting on the short wave band on 10.4 meters at a frequency of 250 megacycles per second? This is GLK London transmitting on the short wave band on 10.4 meters at a frequency of 250 megacycles per second. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Come on then, Plato, enlighten me. Repartee, repartee. <laughs> Amusing talk. Your uh, local news. Rapport building conversations. Man, what if we did have our own radio station and we had to fill it with local news? Oh, we would man. be so much on Swap Shop. That would be pretty much all it was, plus your Ronnie Millsap hour. Yeah, and we'd have to farm out a Les Nessman for the show because we couldn't do that. You know, WKRP was, had to be one of my most favorite shows as a kid. Well, it had everything. Yeah. I mean, it had all the characters you would need. It had the hot chicks. It had the... Uh, the bumbling... The bumbling idiot. It had the too cool for school. It had comedy. I mean, it was... Taught us about protons and neutrons. That's right. It was educational. It yeah. Was, it was pretty perfect. I've watched several interviews, and I can't remember the guy's name right off the top of my uh, head, but maybe Hugh Brown or something like that. The guy that... Boris was, Zuzak? Yes, exactly. The guy that was the showrunner and the uh, creator of it. And he just, you know... They love him. I mean, they, they're just still, what was it, 30-something years yeah. later, and they're still just in love with him. All right, well, this is Can You Hear Me, the podcast that used to be three guys, but here 
last couple of months, it's just been two guys. R.I.P. Heavy. R.I.P. Heavy. Maybe someday. I don't know where he's at. I am Gustav Montebank. I am Ty Webb. And we used to have the one and only Heavy Longmire, but he got sick and passed away, I guess. So you can find me on Twitter at Real Gustav. I'm at TyWeb3000. And we have uh, our email that you can send in, you know, pics of funny things or amusing stories and anecdotes to canyouhearmepod at gmail.com. And you can find us on Instagram and Grinder or whatever. So anyway, I don't really have a whole lot this week. I apologize. Holy shit. What? Hey, you motherfuckers, I'm back. <laughs> uh... <laughs> and he's all covered in fur. What's going on? <laughs> Who are you? Woo! Been on a trip, boys. Been on a trip. Well, do tell. Sorry. I've been away so long. I did not. First off, who are you, mysterious man? I am the one and only Heavy Longmire. It's hard to tell from America's favorite (laughs) trapper. (laughs) America's favorite trapper and outdoorsman. I was about to say it was hard to tell it's you from that uh, enormous beard and smear of whatever you've got all over your face. That's but after that greasy. comment, I, I get it. That's very uh, I don't believe he's ever self-identified as America's favorite, so the That's time out one. in the sun may have... Well, I, this, uh, I think we've got our title now. Yes, absolutely. The Being part of this podcast got me out of a jam. All right. I believe I tweeted you guys a couple of weeks ago. I was coming back from up north from a rendezvous. Like south of Stringtown, and I got thrown off my mule, and so I was walking. I was tracking this mule. Stringtown, home of one of Oklahoma's fine prisons. Right. There's a big penitentiary up there. I was dodging that. And uh, well, I got over around, I was cutting sign. You could have stolen those guards' horses and well, let out on that thing. Well, it gets it gets worse. I got down around Gainesville across the river. Could have used the bridge. That's a long way, Stringtown to Gainesville. Yeah. I would have figured you would have crossed. Well, I was, I was following my mule. Oh, okay. I was following and the, and the mule doesn't know the best way to cross and over. The mule does not. And at, like you said, anytime you find yourself in Gainesville, you know that things have gotten worse. Man. Things have gotten south. I they, do, got, they got even worse. I do not like going to, through, at. No, not on like Gainesville. It, Gainesville's ominous. Well, I was sleeping under an overpass there in Gainesville. <laughs> Again. And uh, his preferred overpass in Gainesville. I woke up and there was a couple of police officers there, and the, which, you know, I was like, okay. They started asking me questions, and I explained. I laid it all out for them. I'm on my way back from up north, trading furs. I lost my mule. I'm tracking my mule. I'm surprised they didn't recognize you. Well, they kind of looked at each other and said, well, would you like a ride? And I said, well, To the sure. pokey. Well, sure. So I got in the car with them. Those some bitches hauled me over to Wichita Falls to the state mental hospital. <laughs> Luckily, one of those guards recognized my voice, and he snuck me out. He knew. He said, you're Heavy Longmire, aren't you? And I said, yes, I am, sir. And so he let me go. And uh, Did they keep the mule? I never found that son of a bitch. Can yeah. you describe the mule? Well, it's got four legs, had two <laughs> ears that kind of poke up it's kind of uh is it a jack or a jenny it's a jack it's named toby (laughs) and uh felt right at home in oklahoma right and uh but anyway i hitched a ride back home and uh and here i am so that's what that cattle trailer's doing parked out front well that and some other well you have been missed according to feedback 
over these last eight some odd weeks. I apologize. I'm I, not so sure anybody listened to us after that first one when we announced that you weren't going to be around for a couple I, more. Interestingly enough, there is a drop off. Well, that's just in listenership by coincidence. We definitely lost all female listeners. Mostly, we've we've maintained a few. Uh, what few we have, and we love each and every one of you female lady type listeners. Now, did we get any spike in our Asian listeners with Heavy taking a break? Because he's hard on we them. We did have a spike in Asian listeners. See, I yeah, thought there might. Surprise me. Doesn't so, surprise me at all. Japan has, was very strong last month <laughs> with, we, and we, you know, it's. Don't get him started. Don't get Japan. him started. He's still, still. Still sore. Those still, wounds are still mad about the Tokyo uh, Kyoto slow Accord. Slow to heal. The uh, I did when I was talking to that guy at the uh, over in Wichita Falls. He he did catch me up on some episodes, and I found it very interesting that uh, which I don't know what episode I hadn't been. Able, this guy worked there, or was he a patient? He worked there. Okay. He worked there, and uh, trustee. I don't really know. He didn't look real. real he said he worked there, but I'm not real sure. He didn't look real legit to me. Did you meet the chief? I met the chief. Met the chief. The uh, cuckoo's nest. <laughs> yes. Anybody? Yes, I got okay. you. He did inform me that Gus had made a proclamation in one of the episodes that, as uh, he is wont to do, that well before that you climate change is fake. Oh, that was hell. not what was stated. That's what we're going to spend the whole episode talking about now, isn't it? That Gus is a climate change denier. No, climate change antagonist. Oh, okay. I did not dispute that climate cha- that the climate changes because obviously it does. He's just on the cautious side of saying, "Hey, let's let's wait a little bit before we stamp down the bright line of we got this all figured out." Okay. And I'm also Thank you for the clarification. Weary of the politicization? Is that a word? Politicalization. Thank Easy you. for you to say. Where it turns into a policy thing that's not necessarily scientifically I got that. backed. A political that. football, if you will. Exactly. And considering it's a global issue, right? if part of the world all pitches in and does their effort, Certainly, that's going to make some things better, but if you have the rest of the world still pissing in the the well, it doesn't really. I agree, and I think we should kind of like China's counteracting I think every measure we take other that people are trying to do. As far on every policy, like littering, just because some people do it, why should I stop doing it? That's just, not what I just said. Because that's not what I, I know. Said. Other people are going to do it and, too, so fuck it. I'm going to do and, it too. <laughs> going back to as I pointed out, this is our conserving electricity in my home. My neighbor's not doing it, so why the hell should That's I have to do That's just because you're it? cheap to well, conserve. I mean, this is already getting very Lincoln Douglas. Yes. <laughs> just because the next guy is not going to do it. No, I, why, look, why should we have to do it? I wanted. They're not, I will go make, back to my, my personal credentials. Hybrid early adopter, <laughs> early adopter of both. Compact fluorescence and LED yes, light bulbs. You were, you were the first person I knew that had compact. Now, some of this does fall under the cheap category. Well, not those, you no, still, not you those still LEDs. It <laughs> doesn't. No, but you still you still get credit for being green. But it also helps that you know it does. You can fill your car up once a year. Well, now because I've kept that car for fourteen years or thirteen years, it is. But it was so much more expensive to buy that version of the Honda Civic. In, uh, that's a hybrid instead of buying the regular Honda 
and then getting 35 miles to the gallon instead Which of 50. I remember when He's he driving it. that green car and I, throwing his trash out the window. I remember yes. when he bought it. He had it figured out how long he needed to keep that car for it to pay for it. So. Yeah. I mean, so he had it worked. It wasn't just like, oh, yeah, that's a cool idea. He, had it, he had it worked out. So, But my point is, I just don't like it to be politicized. Yeah, I, I can. And I certainly I do my part. You do. And more so than the average person. And, but I just don't like to be politicized. You got a little bit of a force field with that compost you're doing. Yes. I got, I got projects. <laughs> Gus needs a Prius. No. Oh, no. That, uh, that will win me over if he finally pulls up one night in a in Prius. In his overalls and his Prius. And his moccasins. Yeah. Did you, I don't know, since you have been out of pocket, I posted a picture to the group DM of, I blacked out the naughty bits of uh, some old, some guy's old lady next to his bike wearing those knee-high lace-up moccasins that I used to have. <laughs> I had a pair of those as well. I know it. I went to the Minnetonka site yeah. to see Mark? if they still made them. They do, except they only have the rubber sole version now. They uh, don't have the leather yeah. like we had. Probably a hell of a lot more comfortable. Oh, it got to be a hell of a lot, especially on concrete yeah, and uh, rocks. And yeah, rocks. I was rocks were the worst. You know, I don't think you've worn a lot of moccasins. Not on my tie. feet. <laughs> but the soft sole moccasin of the eastern tribes is not nearly as practical for hard rock as your uh, thicker sole off the plains tribes or your rawhide sole of the southern tribes. Good to know. Just, yeah. Just so you know. For those moccasin makers out there. In the uh, moccasin shopping mood ideas. Yeah, I mean, that that's really been the thing that's been holding me up. Is making it's, that choice? Well, yeah, I just can't I can't decide which one to go with. Because once I go with one, I'm sticking with it for right. good. Right. So I don't want to be switching back and forth. And Yeah. I, I have not looked to see if you can buy legitimate moccasins online. I'm sure somebody's out there making them. Is uh, there a moccasin black market? Is there a is there a Native American Etsy? Well, speaking of moccasins, I saw the pictures that your dad sent my dad of those water moccasins he killed up by his house. Oh yeah, right on the damn back porch. Man, that one was huge. Yeah, those are some bad motherfuckers. Yeah, right water moccasins porch. are they've got attitude. And the small, actually, the small ones are the worst, but all of them are bad. They uh, yeah, they'll they'll fight you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they'll come after you. Like, They're aggressive. And stuff like that. They'll they'll slither off. Yeah. You know, a moxon's going to stand his ground. No, they're always looking for a fight. Yeah. They're like heavy after about three drinks. Right, right. He'll come after you and Not get close. close. Three, he's going to get close and he's going to be friendly. Uh, the limit's further where he's... he's you know... That's that's not true. Unless you're a bear, he's not going to fight you. No, but he <laughs> but he will. The more he has, the closer he'll get. He is a close, close. Speaking of that, friends. Speaking of, he that, still deserves some credit for that record. KXT is playing the heck out of our little girl. Uh, the from one the last episode, Nick, Nikki Lane. Yes. Yeah. That Viva Las Vegas and uh, her dang. Pretty good song. I hadn't heard it. Pretty good song. KXT's playing. We it. didn't actually get to hear any of her when we were there, right? Yeah, no, we we did, did we? not get she... there. He was already oh, there. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, he was way there. There used to be an episode available that detailed, ironically, the shirt that Heavy's wearing, the old ninety sevens County Fair. And if you were around with us in the early days, it might have been one of my favorite episodes. It was fantastic. It had to get pulled. Yeah. Well, there was a technical issue, and right. 
it got sick and passed away, and got, it's no longer around. It got lost. So the FCC got involved. There were there were some cease and desist letters. Yeah, and it had to go away. But Heavy was very friendly that day, and he met one. Uh, what's her name? Nikki, Nikki Lane. Lane. Nikki Lane and her dog Brent Best. Yeah, you met a lot of people that day. But the point of the story is, you asked Nikki Lane, "Is that your dog?" It- Easily could have not been her. Who's we, carrying around somebody else's dog? First off, we band. were at a at a festival, and this lady from out of town who had just been playing music on stage <laughs> could have been somebody from her. Remember band. that great picture of him with that big dog? Yes. <laughs> she could have. When I asked her, "Is that your dog?" She could have just as easily said, "No, it's my drummer." Well, he's you bear hugging a husky in one of the pictures. Right. Well, <laughs> that dog. <laughs> That dog. That, oh, there's so Lord. much to that story. We, 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 yeah. The cease and desist really does cover a lot of that, so we have to stop. But if we ever, if you ever see us in public, I'll tell you a little bit more about it. So, what have you guys been up to? Making podcasts. I mean, yeah. I don't know if yeah, you I mean, noticed. We've been working. Right. You've been all doing not your dilly dallying. Right, right. We had Professor Brad on a couple. Oh, yeah. How's Brad yeah. doing? He's, he's Brad. He's still eating soup for breakfast. He's still eating soup. He is a proponent. Of yeah. the non-nightshade diet. So he has eliminated tomatoes and potatoes and any other night of the nightshade family from his diet. What the shit? And the reasoning is? There a reason is for this? Health. Tomatoes are healthy. For him and his other proponents of this diet, it's kind of like the people that go gluten-free and things like that. And he thinks he it seems to be helping him with some personal issues he may okay. have. And that's what he's doing right now. So on his food triangle, high sodium Campbell's chunky, good. Tomatoes, as long as it's bad. As long as it's not tomato or potato based. Sure. So it's helping him with with some huh? with some health issues he right. may or may not have. Everything's growing back. It, it, the it's growing. Okay. <laughs> his his scorpion bite. So I don't I don't think I told you. Of, about him showing me the scorpion bite. No, where was it located? All right, no, well, no. So inner thigh. He had been out west. Oh yeah, and he'd been out Parker County way. He'd been out towards uh, Mineral Wells. Mm, lovely this time of year. His mom lives out that direction. He'd been out there, and I I see that he's having car trouble, which is you know Brad. Brad, oh. I know it's unheard of, and I I tell my Mrs. Gustav I may have to go to Mineral Wells to get Brad. And that was very confusing statement for her, but he worked it out and it was okay. So I didn't have to go to Mineral Wells. Tyler, that's probably the first time that Shrek cup has ever had whiskey. Sure. <laughs> the kids haven't been uh, having a little snort. Anyway, while he's out there, he gets bit by something on the inner thigh. Mm. And I so, knew it. I knew it was going to be inner thigh. Well, I didn't know where it was exactly, but. On his episode of Below the Belt that week, week, ironically named, in his, where was he he and Ryan recorded, he undoes his pants to show Ryan where it is on on air. Did he drop him down to his ankles like a three-year-old? I would assume he did. And so all I can imagine is somebody walking in, seeing these two goobers. Right. You know, Ryan squatted down looking at... Smiling. Smiling. Smiling at it. Smiling at Brad's inner thigh. Well, when I go over there... And record with him, which he did us a great favor because Ty was busy banging some Swedish heiress or some such. Can't prove it. And he just lifted up his short leg to show me, luckily. 
<laughs> but even then, I was like, well, no, that's okay. I don't need to see it. But, you know. Hmm. Yeah, I've never been stung by a scorpion. I used to get stung by them all the time. Yeah, when we I was used a to kid. have them in the house yeah. when I was real young. Yeah, were, that's one thing. It seemed to go away. From I, we were I I don't ever see them. Um, Wasn't there a whole that, fire ant theory that suggested that they that's part of why they went I, away? I think I remember that. They always Dad seem to be finds around them in his house, around Still? the wood pile. Yeah. And I haven't seen one back home in forever. We <laughs> used to have like when I was young. When we were all young. We used to have them in the house all yeah. the time. They yeah. were always in, in the wood pile Some next door at my grandparents. Too. Yeah. I've never been hit by one. And, you know, and because they're so cool looking, you're always trying to fuck with them and yeah. catch them and stuff. <laughs> yeah. I've lost a couple of those battles. Uh, probably most of them. But yeah. yeah. I don't know what happened to the scorpion. Plus, that giant scorpion in Clash of the Titans scared the hell out of me. That is yeah. such a damn good movie yes it is. i would watch that right now when was the last time you saw it eh, a couple of years ago i, I mean, had it's, nightmares it's about the, that dude with the whip it's very because when i was you know when that came out when we were kids i mean i was like wow that's awesome and i ran across it a couple of years ago i'm like oh my god graphics that, are lacking yeah that is although that was the, the i mean it's still a great story that was the uh the special effects i can't remember the guy's name he was real famous he was like the king of the stop motion stuff that was mm-hmm. in there and I think that was like one of his last big hurrahs because he was probably in his seventies when they made that. Yeah. Was Rick Baker involved in that at all? I don't know who that is. Who was the woman in that? Like the the one that was the, in the bathtub in the in Medusa? The, no, no. <laughs> the uh, let's look that up. That was in the bathing. Had the servants bathing her. Yeah, I always loved that part. Brunette, I bet you did. What well, had Burgess Meredith and Harry Hamlin? It had Lawrence Olivier as Zeus. Yes. It had a kick-ass owl. Yeah, yeah. And that that dude that gets turned into like the the demon thing that was badass. Yeah, that the that that thing with the whip scared the hell out yeah. of me. I was always worried I was going to be in a riverbed sleeping on the rocks, and here comes some son of a bitch right. with a trident and a whip, right? And give me hell. Eighty-one. That's when. Eighty-one. Yeah, that was great. Let's see. We had uh, what was that old gal? Cloris Leachman. Oh, it had Ursula Andress as Aphrodite. Well, well. Judy Balker was Andromeda. Ah, uh, yes. Ah, uh, ah, uh, yes. Was Bowser in that or no? Man, I watched so much freaking Sha Na Na. Why did people <laughs> oh like that? Gosh. I don't know, but I it was so to, cool. Well, I forgot about that. Man. How many times would you do those hand motions? Just practicing? The, do the, uh, the, yeah, the flex thing. Those dudes, those dudes sold a lot of albums, let alone having a damn TV show. They were at Woodstock too. Did you know that? Really? Yeah. Not as a bit. No, they're like, and welcome, Sha Na Na, and out comes Bowser and then Judy Balker. Yeah, I guess so. That's Andromeda. That's the chick. It's riveting to watch y'all look up things on your phone. Well, all you know, we'll edit out some of this. Don't she worry. Was, there were a lot of people that were hot. So I watched Dr. No speaking to Ursula Andress the other day. Yeah. And, you know, there's that iconic scene as she comes out of the ocean in the white bikini and everything. Oh, yeah. But she's way hotter to me when she puts on the white shirt over it and then it's wet. Yeah. And, I mean, she's still got the bikini on underneath that, but it's got that more you can't see it all type thing. It's, right. It's that, and we've talked about that before, you yes. know, to where it's a lot sexier for there to be something left to the imagination. Right. It's it's an okay Bond movie. You know, it's it's okay. Which one's that? Dr. No, which I, I think was it. the first one. And I know he passed not too long ago, but 
Bond to me will always be Roger yeah, Moore. Yeah, Roger Moore is our Bond. Just because yeah. of our yeah, I mean our timeline, he was Bond. Yeah, and I get that. And for our parents' age, it's Sean Connery and And the Saint was also great. I love the Saint. And you know what? Even though it's a shit movie, I like the Saint with Val Kilmer. I never saw that. I didn't either. It's very I was worried bad. it was gonna ruin it. It's very bad, but at the same time, if you can kind of treat it like well, almost like how the Roger Moore uh, version of Bond is a little more tongue in cheek. Yeah, the Val Kilmer version is a little more tongue in cheek too. Man, the amount of times that we created a psychedelic experience and watched the Doors in college—it's too many to count. I don't think I've seen movie. that since since high school. It is good, and you know, I thought he did a great job. I know that I forgot to bring up. Top secret when I was on <laughs> Megan's Movies Podcast. Don't, don't even talk he about it. He He's like, if you're going to talk about Tombstone and you're going to talk about Val Kilmer's Doc Holliday, you have to bring up Top Secret. And you didn't? And I promised him I would. And he didn't. And I didn't. I mean, you could make the argument that they should have spent the whole show talking about Top Secret, but that, to that not even the, give it a mention. That was the first that was a spit in Val my face. Kilmer movie I ever saw. Oh, it's, it's, I would, I've bought that. As an adult, and I show that to up. my, uh, it holds up. I show it to my kids. They get, finally, they get some of the jokes me and Mrs. Gustav make. The great know. Nick Rivers. Uh, you know, we sing how, how silly can you get? And I say, I know a little German. And, you know, everybody gets the jokes now. <laughs> what we need to do, since you're all, now you're the golden boy for Megan and the next up. I wouldn't go that far. But. You need to work on getting her to have us both on to talk top secret. That would be good. Yeah. You and you need you need top secret redemption, so that might provide some of that. I, you know, I mean, you had your shot. I and as soon as I left, I was like, "Shit, I didn't talk top secret." Did you even bring up Thunderheart? No, oh. I didn't. I didn't bring up Thunderheart, <laughs> which is another good. Why one. the hell did you even go? I don't know, Gus. If you would turn around so that Ty can see the date on that shirt. Can, can I guess before yes, he? Yes, yes, guess. Me and Gus both were at this show. That's a Jerry Jeff Walker concert shirt, and I am going to guess... Stained with gun oil Ooh. and gunpowder. Just the right amount of musk on it. Some other mystery stains that I can't... I let's hear the story Lewinsky behind some of those. Stains. Yeah, let, let's blue light that thing. Man, if your Lewinsky stain looks like that, you have a <laughs> medical problem. <laughs> uh, I'm going to guess 1991. That's a great guess, but that's even before we started attending Jerry Jeff Walker shows. Yes. All right. G- give me what you got. 1996, folks. 21 years old, that shirt is. Still looks pretty good, too. It does. And I'm shocked. he can still fit in it. Well, it used to be a lot looser. I was going to say, I can't. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't cover, but about half of his I belly was, now. I was skinny you were as, scrawny back then. So this would have been a uh, Yeah, that will look like a shirt. Yeah, it was huge. He wore yeah. it as a night shirt. Yeah, you'd look like you was yeah. wearing a tent in that thing. But, yeah, 1996, 21-year-old shirt. We have listeners verified, because we got that kid in Germany that's on foreign exchange listening to us. I'm not sure if I'd want my 17-year-old listening to us, but well, glad to have yeah. you. We have listeners younger than this shirt. Wow. Me and the missus attended a music festival this last weekend. Oh, yeah. I wanted to ask about that. The we Hotter went, Than Hell? We went to, yeah. Q Vivaldi. We went to uh, Willie's Outlaw Fest there at Starplex. How was that? It's pretty good. 
How great is it that you can call it Starplex again? I know. And not be out of sync. We've right come full circle. Yeah. And I told her on the way, I was, I was trying to think that morning when I got up, I was like, when was the last time I was at Starplex? And I figured it out. It was the last time I'd been to Starplex was 1995, the spring of 1995, to see Tom Petty uh, during the Wildflowers tour. Oh, I bet that was good. Yeah, it was a great show. That was the last time I'd been there. And uh, it's a good place to see shows, man. Yeah, it is. And, I, uh, I went to a show. I've been there in the last year. And I mean, it was hot. We got there about 3 o'clock. Oh. And the uh, sun beating down. Were um, y'all under the awning or on the grass? Lawn yeah. Out there with and, the uh, folks. Yeah. How crowded was the, the lawn situation? Uh, Once the, by the time the Avid or Avid brother. I believe it. it's Avid. It's Avid. They're they great. They were freaking out. This is the first time I'd seen them. Really? They're yeah. so good. And uh, we've been wanting to see them for years. Just hadn't got around. They were, they, to me, they were the best. I, I don't I, know. I would totally because the that's time who that I'd have been most them, excited to yeah, see. Yeah, they, they were super. And by the time they, well, Hayes Carl was right before them. Couldn't give a rat's ass less I about like Hayes, Hayes Carl. Carl. No, I don't. I don't know anything about him. I, I like Hayes, and I don't own any of his stuff, but I like him. Do you like Hot Carl? No, not. <laughs> How about a fake Hot Carl? The, uh, you know, when it's not actually, you know, nah, cold just, Carl. We just like warm it up in the microwave. Well, with, there's it's just on the glass. Oh, actually, oh, you, know, nah, you got nah. partition Carl. Right. Yeah. The uh, but by the time the Avit brothers started, it was filling up. Then after them was Cheryl Crow. But she was good. I've yeah. never seen Cheryl. Your before. brother's a big time Cheryl yeah, Crow sure. fan. My brother met us. It's like probably like did the, she do ironic? The uh, <laughs> no, it's different different act there. The uh, probably about the fifth time he'd seen her. And by the time she started, it was it was packed. It was lawn was full. Did she talk about uh, Lance Armstrong's one nut? She did, matter of fact. Really, really she did. Said it was very small and had like three hairs on it. Damn, I mean that's 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 disappointing. That's low, yeah. you know. No, she did not talk about Lance Armstrong's test. I was going to be all like no. indignant that she because I had did to, not. I had to have a talk with my my boys the other day. And lectured them that they should never make fun of somebody else's junk, right? Because they the, that person you wouldn't make fun of somebody having a handicap. Well, you know, we grew up with a coach that was easy, unibald for sure. Well, as far as we knew, how does anybody? I mean, know I that? didn't check him. That was always the word. Now there was talk, and I may have told the story about the bear trap. Unibald. <laughs> didn't I tell the story about the bear yeah, trap? She told the story I'm gonna tell it again in case okay. somebody missed it. So I was at my job. And there was somebody that we grew up with that supposedly one nutted was one nutted that had was doing a temporary position at that place and in another department. And I made mention of it to one of my coworkers. Just slid it into the conversation, really, as, as, I'm, like. as I'm want to do. Something like, "Hey, hey, you only have one nut." No, like, "Hey, that guy that's down there, he's only got one nuts." What we always heard. Well, she got real serious. And a little bit in she she well I, I worked in a uh, predominantly female department. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what recipe for success is that? Right. Anyway, we're talking oil and water. She gets a little bit upset with me and says, "Well, my son only has one test." And so I'm like, Do "You hang that head." All right, and I <laughs> extracted myself and I run over to and I was friends with that lady, you know, or I wouldn't have been bringing up one nut. Right. I go over to one of my other friends and I tell her, you're never going to believe it. You know, I, this guy's got one nut. I make this joke to her and she gets all mad because her son's only got one nut. Yeah, that well, factoid wasn't going to hang with you alone for more than about five minutes. No, no. Well, 
My stepson only has one testicle. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> what is wrong with you people and all your one nutty kids? Now it seems like you're in a Twilight Zone yeah, episode. Like it's, everybody's got one nut except me. Now, how did uh, how did Willie do? Did he rush through it or did he? We say, which I mean, we were tired. We're fucking old, and I mean, yeah, was, that's a long time. It was hot. And Willie came on about it's about eight forty five or hmm. was it was it just you the adults or did you have the kids with you? No, just the adults. Okay, yeah. But y'all had been out there baking for about five six since hours. Three o'clock. Yeah, a long time. Or since about two thirty actually. Did you go shirt off? And uh, yeah, I went shirt off. Okay, cut off. So Mrs. Go shirt off too. She did. And, uh, Letting her armpit hair show. Yeah. Did, I know that's not true because she's going to listen to it. So <laughs> I, I know none of that's true. She she probably had on like a like a burka or something, and you know. She's her hygiene is impeccable. Did you see the armpit hair girl? No, nah, did not. Did not. What was the crowd like? It was an older crowd for okay. sure. Uh, That's what you're gonna get with Willie. A mix of folks kind of like us. Awesome. Which, which would be the best, right? I mean, it was yeah. They were the greatest. A lot they of were, no shirt and bandanas. Tre- they were tremendous. Did you tell people about the podcast? No, like, hey, I didn't. hey. <laughs> I'm Heavy Longmire. I'm, you may have heard of me. I'm Heavy Longmire. The, uh, the Did you wear your shirt, I'm Heavy Longmire? No. The uh, And then there was a lot of Pot. 903 type. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Strong contingent. Strong contingent. And we were seated next to the 903 contingent. <laughs> yeah, there ain't no 903 under that awning. And, uh, <laughs> no. And they were, yeah, they were. You're dealing with some bootleg ticket people out there. They were a sight to behold. And, uh. Taking selfies and group pictures. Oh, yeah. Oh, Lord. Bring you cooler. Lord. You know, that's the Lord. Starplex. One it, of the, well, the picture I. Can you bring your you cooler guys, now? You can take in small cooler. Really? Yeah. Like a small collapsible cooler. Okay. And uh, you can bring in water and you can bring in food as long as it is in a one gallon Ziploc bag. Yeah. I don't know how many one-gallon Ziploc bags you can bring in. How much pimenta you think was out there? <laughs> You're right. A lot of bologna cut, sandwiches. You just cut the corner off the off the the bag and just squeeze it out like <laughs> yeah. you're putting on frosting. The uh, yeah, they brought was, it in a caulking well, too. But anyway, Willie comes on, and we, which we had, me and the misses had told each other was like, let's we got to see Willie at least do three or four so, I mean, he's right. 80, He's 85 years old. And time. had you seen him before? Yeah, many okay. times. Yeah, this is. Probably about the fourth time I've seen him. It's like, you know, I don't know how many more times we're going to get to see old Willie. So we got to stick around for a little bit. And I I guess this is his thing. And I could easily Google it to see. I just have been too lazy to. Every time I've ever seen him, every time you've ever seen him, what does he open with? Whiskey River. And he closes with it, too. That's every show. Every show? Every okay. show. Every show. Yeah, I mean, that's, and, uh, that's yeah. his thing. He's that's, done that for 30 years. Okay. Because every time I've ever seen him, he's open. Yeah, with that, River. that's and his, it was freaking awesome. Yeah, and, uh, he opened and closes every show. Yeah. Did he still have that crazy uh, "Welcome Back, Cotter" looking harmonica player? Now that guy is amazing. Yeah, no, he's like and he, one of the best. Yeah, he's like one of the best of all time. But he—I don't think he plays with him anymore. I, there was a harmonica player, but I didn't recognize. No, that, I think I that guy's think, been gone for a while. That guy was always with him, and like all the old. Yeah. 70s, 80s oh, stuff, and then oh, he was yeah. with him when we saw him back in the 90s. He was yeah. incredible. No, that dude was not there. I mean, he's probably dead. And uh, I don't know if he's alive or not, but, but he's he, not uh, with him anymore. We stayed for, well, he did. Uh, but that old-ass drummer's still with him, same guy. And then he started with some newer stuff, which I understand. I'm like, you know, I mean, I knew it all, but it's not 
old, you know, it's not redheaded stranger. Right. You know, and, uh, but he was, he was great, you know, still plays the guitar, freaking amazing. His son was with him, which his son was the opening act for the whole festival. Lucas, uh, and he's not bad. He's, I mean, he's, he's Willie's son. Sounds a lot like yeah. him. Yeah, he does. He's not near the guitar player that he thinks he is. Right. But, you know. But he was good, and he was on stage with Willie and did, like, backup guitar and stuff like that. And he's, he's a rock guitarist. Yeah. More so than, you know, like, Willie with that damn acoustical guitar is just... With a hole in it. Yeah. yeah. It's freaking unbelievable. And uh, But, yeah, it was a good show. Good show. That Starplex is where, which I think I've told this story on air, but that's the scene of the famous ticket flies out the window on the oh. way to the concert, oh, yeah. George Strait concert. Which I didn't realize. Me and my brother a long time ago. Long, long time ago. That was around ninety one. Me and my brother were sitting there, and, and uh, he was talking about evidently the Dal or city of Dallas had forked out about eight million last year to do renovations at Starplex. And uh, he's like, "What they did?" And I was like, "Well, hell, this place had been here for a long time." Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, and as far as like the front with the bathrooms and concession, I mean, all that was, I mean, looked great. And uh, which I had heard like the. Uh, Around the awning and all that stuff, that yeah. The vines had grown up. I mean, they and I'm sure on a facility like that, eight million is not going to go real damn far. Yeah, it's you know? huge. But he spouted off. He said, "I think this is the biggest venue in Dallas." I was like, "No, it's not in Dallas." Yeah, and uh, well, I mean, you, you, I mean, what, it and AAC seat about right at the same. Really? Yeah. yeah. Man, I never would have thought that. And because he pulled it up on his phone, and Starplex supposedly, and I can't. I wouldn't want to be there for this, especially with the lawn area. But they're saying they can fit 20,000 people. God. Yeah. See, I don't know. And, you know, maybe. And AAC is about 20, 21. Well, I went there. It was, it's been about a year in the last year or two years. I went there and saw Mumford and Sons. Mm. And it was. Were they com- doing some blacksmithing? They were. And they, it was completely packed. I mean, yeah. it looked like it had as many people as you could get, get in yeah. there. But I never would have thought 20,000. Yeah, the science says they can fit 20,000. Did you get seats or were you on the lawn? Come on. Yeah, I don't think I'd, <laughs> I don't think I would go on the lawn again. I mean, I ain't been I, on that I, I lawn in a while. I, I don't, I, it, I, I, to me, especially in the summer, I would rather be when it's hot. I'd rather be on the lawn in those seats. <laughs> you want to be out there all greased up. <laughs> well, shit, as the sun starts setting, because the sun sets, that stage faces west. Yeah, but hell, you got those big fans and shit under that awning. Is there a breeze get through there? Yes. yes. Okay. It's and, much and, cooler. And you've been in shade for a lot longer than all the people on the lawn, too. Man, I picture you like the Seinfeld episode where Kramer's the turkey. Yes. <laughs> That's what I picture you like out there yeah, on that no, lawn. It, I, I think the last time I saw somebody there with uh, with lawn seats, I mean, shit, it had to be like Leonard Skinner and Ted Nugent or something. Yeah. Although, if you'll notice... 20 years ago. Heavy does look extra mahogany tonight. I just thought that was because that was from his Stringtown escapades. I, he probably didn't even lather on any sunscreen. He just went out there to get that good first burn. I didn't, I didn't put any on. I didn't put it. I got a little bit red on my legs, but... Upper. But yeah. Yeah, thigh area. Sun, I've only seen Willie one time, and I think I mentioned it to y'all. It was the it was at the Oil Palace in Tyler. Oh, and I've never been to the Oil. Palace. It's pretty cool. That's the only time I've been to. Yeah. And he's a buddy been, of mine, he's been to the Comanche though. though. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> concerts there are a little different. 
But uh, a buddy of mine surprised yeah, me with tickets. Apache, sorry. Yeah, Apache, that's right. Notice that he was quick. Yeah, to boy, he's going to set, set your ass straight, straight on that. Yeah. Although there probably is a Comanche somewhere we don't know about. Um, but we went, and it was uh, it was BYOB. But we yeah. didn't realize it till we were in there. And there, I don't even remember. Somebody was opening. I don't remember who it was. It's been a long time. And we realized it was BYOB. So we left and walked because we, our lady friends had dropped us off because they weren't going. So they had dropped us off and they were going to pick us back up. That's a smart move right there. So we didn't have a car. So we walked. If you know where the oil palace is, it's a pretty Mm -hmm. good walk to the nearest convenience store. Yeah. But walked down the side of the highway all the way to convenience store, bought us a 18 pack of Keystone Light, walked back up to the oil palace, got it, found our seats, sat our case down started drinking both had a couple of full cans of cope back when you could afford copenhagen Mm -hmm. and i got about two beers and half a can of copenhagen in and willie had done maybe three songs and i had the worst case of acid reflux hit me that i mean i'd never experienced anything i didn't know what was going on thought you were dying my throat was burning my, I was spitting about every five seconds. I looked, mm-hmm. my buddy looked down. He was like, what the hell? I mean, I had a pool below me because I was, I mean, I was spitting ev- literally every five or ten seconds. Right. Big spits. Yeah. And I was miserable, but Willie was good. Yeah. I take the, but I it was, to- I mean, I, oh, I could, I could not wait to get home and grab some Tums. I've been to the old palace one time. I saw Skinner there probably 93. Yeah. I bet that was pretty good. Yeah. You were probably not in your right mind then. Yeah, that was a rough night, but uh, I forgot I had more. Well, I found out that I'm not exactly sure. I mean, now I know what's good for acid reflux, but at the time I thought the proper medication was to just keep pounding beers and dipping. (laughs) Yeah. And it turns out that that's a bad combination. No, especially I was on an empty stomach too. Yeah. Yeah. And it was, yeah, it just got worse. Tell me this. I started having acid reflux and bad heartburn starting probably about 23, 22, Well, that was back when you weren't cooking your meat. Right. About 22, 23. I mean, horrible. When I'd get a dip of snuff, I mean, and it would just, I mean, That would horrible. initiate it. Horrible. By the time I was 27, I mean, I never had it now. Yeah. I mean, by the time I was like 27, it was over. Have you ever had acid reflux issues? No. Hey, you but know, I don't dip. You know what I can't believe? I mean, I can't believe that he never had problems with it, and he didn't end up having problems with it his whole life. But he didn't, as far as I know. You remember our buddy who started dipping when he was about eight or nine years old? Or our kind, not really a buddy, but a guy we knew. Older than us? Yes. yes. That would go to sleep every night with yeah. a big, I mean, a half a can of Copenhagen yeah. in his mouth and yeah. wake up in the morning, and he would, you know, he would... He would dip during the day at school and just swallow it. Yeah. And every day, Copenhagen, just yeah. swallowing it all day long. I've seen him. What time I saw him? We got an iron stomach. Put a mm. big old dip of cope in his mouth. Big old chew of red man. Put on a nicotine patch. <laughs> and smoke a cigarette. That's the dipping his fool I've ever seen. All at the same time, and he got so damn sick, <laughs> he just puked everywhere. Oh, he was going gosh. full throttle. Uh, he was the leaving Las Vegas of dippers. Yeah, of a lot of things. That's true. In his older age. I'd never ride in a car with him. No, no. Dangerous. Well, you asked earlier what we've been up to. There was one thing that I did recently that I wanted to bring to y'all's attention. Do you want to hold off? Because we're at 
47 minutes. All right. I was just about to tell my deepest, darkest secret, but I'll just keep it to myself. Okay. Thanks, guys. Well, you know, we like to try to keep us under an hour. Yeah. I'm, I'm we have people that uh, get mad at us. I'll stay right here in the closet. It feels fine. Okay. You know, 10 fingers and 10 toes. <laughs> keep that closet door closed. Quote the drive-by truckers. That's one of my favorite songs. Yeah. Sin City. They're right Zip up. City, I mean. Yeah. They're right up there with Prine. I need to explore their full catalog. They're because I've only heard a few songs. Great, you know. They're and I'm. I know you. I know they're your favorite. Cooley, Cooley's the best. Is such a wordsmith, and the way he can weave a narrative and put a song together. I mean, it's. I mean, Patterson Hood has to me the better personality. Yeah. But Cooley, man, he writes some good things. Yeah. Well, after listening to that one Prine song that you turned me on to, I've got to go listen to his stuff now. Yeah, it was John so Prine's, damn good. John Prine is... Gustav got me on Prine probably about 1990. Yeah, no, I thought it was later than that. But that it, when, it was, What was that one album? Uh, the Missing Years is the what got years. it started. Yeah. I think that may have been like 92. Was that 92? Maybe. Yeah. That was my first introduction. That was the first Prine. one, and then, you know... From there on, it was digging back to his early stuff. And, you know, he's one of those guys, he's been doing it so long. And, you know, he's gone through, a yeah, had cancer. They had part of his jaw removed and yeah. stuff. He's still singing, but. He's the funniest looking dude now. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's, he's very odd looking. But his voice is so young in his early stuff. Mm -hmm. But he's a great songwriter. And just yeah. a great, he's, like you said, there's so many people that you listen to that think the world of him. Oh, yeah. Including the two people sitting opposite of you. Yeah. But he's great. John Prine is one and of my favorites. If you're going to explore, I would, I mean, it's, of course, I, mean, I can't even tell you where to start, but I love his live albums. Yeah. Yeah, but, I might have to get y'all to recommend which because, albums to start with. Because he does so much storytelling in between the songs, and he's funny as hell. Yeah, he's a I mean, very Well, you can tell just from that one song I listened to that he's a great storyteller. Oh, Lord. And he's just funny. He, and I think he he's, tell some great he's either on or was on tour with one of my big crushes, that Amanda Shires. Yeah. It's Jason Isbell's buddies. wife. Yeah, they're big buddies. Yeah. And he, one of my favorite songs of his is a duet with Bonnie Raitt. Yeah. Angel oh, from Montgomery. I love Bonnie Raitt. Angel that's from a, Montgomery. That's a great song. A great one. And that's totally from the female perspective. As yeah. you are one to do. As, you know, as we've done in the past. I mean, you are a woman. Hear me roar. It's raining men. Well, I guess, <laughs> I guess we're glad you're back after that. Okay. And are you going to be around for the next one, or is yeah, this a hit around. and go? No, yeah. Is it just going to be like a once a quarter going. type thing? I mean, I've made my money for the year, so <laughs> I'm that one big rendezvous. You had I'm, the uh, Catalino wine <laughs> mixer. <laughs> well, I, mean, I noticed you wearing a new breastplate, so I well, thought you know something well, something good's happening. You're gonna have to let us take a picture for uh, Pretty Little Ranch Wife <laughs> to show your new turquoise. Oh, that you're boy! I bet she jumped off the couch just doing the jig when she heard your voice. Yeah, Come on, I hope yeah. she, did. she is a, a huge fan of you. I'm not sure why. But well, you know, you are America's favorite, so America's you told us, favorite. and I'm sure that we will get a spike in listenership once people <laughs> figure out your back. South uh, goes up and Asia goes down. Yeah, Asia yeah. and Germany will recede. Yeah, but everybody else will rejoice. All right. Well, you can email us your joy to can you hear me pod at gmail dot com. You can always reach out your to joy like 
prayers and concerns. No, your joy for <laughs> for you being back. Oh, okay. Joy that heavy is returned to the fold, the prodigal son. Gotcha. If, if you would, just to commemorate heavy in the subject line of all emails, just put Tevas. There you go. Oh, he's big on Keens now, isn't he? That's just my my boots. As far as sandals go, I still stick with Tevas. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Have I you saw ever, a fellow. You Tevas ever heard him re- uh, referred to as Tevas? Yeah, that, I have. That sounds awful. That sounds, sounds awful communist to me. Yeah, I know from California said it like well, that. Fuck that. Yeah. Although we have a fair number of listeners in California. Had a big well, spike we, in Virginia we had. lately. Well, good. Boy, a good Norfolk contingent. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, Virginia's for lovers. Military. I have seen middle-aged men wearing that shirt non-ironically. Virginia is for lovers. <laughs> and I just kind of tip my hat to them. Yeah. And, you go, buddy. Well done, young that's man. A, that's one of the best. That's the best fucking state motto ever. <laughs> Pretty much. I don't know if it's the official motto or if it's just a tourist bureau. Damn, it beats the good. hell out of friendship. <laughs> All right. If you want to talk to him, he's back in the fold. He's back officially part of the podcast. Longmire Heavy. We still don't know why you couldn't find Heavy Longmire. Because it was taken. How in the world was that taken? Man, I don't buy that for a second. I don't, it's something's wrong. Anyway, let us know, let us hear from you, and I guess we'll talk to you later. Adios. Bye. I'm Terry Bradshaw. When I want to pass, I go to the pocket. And when I want a good chew, I go to my pouch of Red Man Chewing Tobacco. To me, the flavor's the best, and it outlasts the rest. Because that ripe, tenderleaf tobacco has a rich flavor that's welded in to last longer. So put a pouch in your pocket. <laughs> man, that's red, man. America's best chew. Tums is sodium-free, and it also neutralizes one-third more stomach acid than the other leading brand. Tums lets you do without the heartburn and without all that sodium. And world-class championship wrestling, I'm Bill Mercer with Jay Saldy. Good night from Dallas, Texas. <laughs>